for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. My name is Pastor Carol Dana, and I'm delighted to be joining you today as we look at Psalms chapter 20. Now, it's a little bit hot here. We're in the middle of summer. Um, have you ever been in a hot situation? Have you ever had to stand all alone facing the battle? Well, today, as we look at this portion of scripture, we see the before battle, and then tomorrow we'll look at the after battle and the steps that were taken as they were preparing the king to go into battle. And I'm so glad that God gives us a game plan when we're facing the battles that we can go in with confidence, knowing that God is for us. He is not against us. His might and his power will sustain us no matter what we are facing. So I invite you to open up living life. Let's go to Psalms chapter 20 and see what God has to say about this portion of scripture. Psalm chapter 20, verses 1 through 9. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests. Now this I know, the Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They are brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and stand firm. Lord, give victory to the King. Answer us when we call. Chapters 20 and 21 go together because chapter 20 is the precursor prior to battle and chapter 21 is after the battle. One of the things the children of Israel knew is that when they went to battle and they sought the Lord and they interceded before the Lord for the king, the battle was won. The times that we see out throughout scripture where they did not seek the Lord in intercession, they were defeated. So here we see them going before the Lord and they ask the Lord to, to bless the king in his distress. And then it says to send him help from the sanctuary and grant support from Zion. My husband and I, we take tours to Israel and we love to travel to Israel. I've been there several times. And I love to stand and look at the landscape and see how that ties into scripture. One of my favorite scriptures is Psalms chapter 48 where it talks about great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God and the beauty of his holiness. And it talks about as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. 
And I love that word picture, how God surrounds us, how God takes care of us when we come before him. As a worship leader, I love to sing my prayers to the Lord. I love to sit at my piano or just sometimes in the backyard in my garden, and I'll just sing my request. You notice that they're very specific here about what they're requesting for the king in battle. We need to be specific with our requests before the Lord. Don't ask amiss. The Bible says you don't have because you ask amiss. Don't ask without specificness. Because when we ask specifically, we really get to see the mighty hand of God. Just take a second here and think about the prayers that God has answered for you specifically because he is so, so faithful. So we see that here in verses 1 through 5, they come as a position of intercession in humility for the king. And then we see in verses 6 through 8 for the divine assurances that he will certainly intervene. And then we see in verse 9 that they close with a prayer. Now, there's a saying we have here in America, and that is, never let them see you sweat. And uh, I think that that was how, you know, the Lord, when we come to the Lord, we can come with that confidence because we don't want to the enemy to let us see us sweat. We never let the enemy see us sweat because we come with confidence. We don't come in fear because fear makes us all anxious and fear can make us have, you know, sweat beads coming down our forehead. But when we come with a confidence and we intercede, we know that we can stand, as the scripture says, having done all to stand. Now we see that they had a line of authority, that this was a theocracy, that they came to God as the ruler because they wanted to seek God's answer. How often we miss out because we go into battle on our own, thinking, oh, I can handle this. I can close this business deal. I can finish this exam for my master's degree. I can win this court case. I can do this surgery like I've done it a million times. Every single time we need to come to the Lord and ask for sometimes we take even the simplest things. Each day I have a prayer that I pray and that is this, Holy Spirit, do for me what I cannot do for myself. We need to completely rely on the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. You know, Jesus said that in the Lord's prayer when he said, your will be done not my will. He said, I only do what the Father tells me to do. The reason he could say that is because he had communication with God. He sought the Lord in intercession, and he yielded to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. You know, Christians can be divided between those who yield to his Lordship and those who just come to church like it's a club membership. You know, I paid my dues this week. I came to church. But he wants us to yield to him as our Lord, as our Savior, the one that we yield to, the one that we bow our hearts to. And we read in Romans 6 where it talks about the work of the flesh and how the, the yielding of our spirit. If we want the power of God's righteousness to work in our hearts, we must yield to God. You know, the place to start is God's word because God's word is his voice. 
Now, are we going to have an answer for every single question in life in the scripture? No, but we've got plenty of promises and premises and principles that we can apply to our scripture when we turn to the word and we come to him in those times where we have a face-to-face encounter with the Lord. I believe that it is so important that as believers, we develop this area of intercession so that we understand what it is to hear the voice of our Lord. He says that when we come to him, he will answer us and he'll tell us to turn to the left or to the right. That's the kind of relationship I want to have with the Lord. And that's the kind of relationship the children of Israel were displaying here. They were facing a hot spot. They were facing a hard time, but they came to the Lord and they answered him. And I think tomorrow you'll be pleasantly surprised to see what God did for them. We see here in this portion of scripture how the enemy comes in arrogance and talks about how they polish their chariots. And the enemy will often try to intimidate us But we know when we look at the scripture that as we put on the full armor of God in Ephesians 6, that the enemy will be defeated and that we can trust in God's promises. So today as we go to prayer, if you're in a difficult situation, I want to pray and ask the Lord to give you sure victory because our God is willing and able. Heavenly Father, we come to you today. And Lord, I pray for those that are facing difficult times that they will come to you and they will pour out their specific request and that they will see answers to prayer. Lord, I pray that you will grant them the desires of their heart and that, Lord, those that are facing very hardships and hard times, that they'll see your mighty hand touch their situation and bring answered prayers and deliverance and victory, that as we pray as we petition, as we praise and we stand, we will walk in victory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask, amen. Sing in Rosa, CGM.